Thanks so much for joining us for our latest episode today. Paula and I discuss Quentin Tarantino and Hollywood, plus first day of school. It's coming. We're talking about that and our past school experiences, along with some ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. The Xanax is kicked in. Paula. Because I hate her. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 391. Damn it. We're sisters who podcast. Well, I thought we were changing that. I forgot. Well, you know, he hasn't recorded a new thing yet. We are sisters who podcast. So welcome. And, and you probably already knew that. God, I hope you're not the first time listener going, who the hell are these people? Because they have no idea what they're doing. They sound really similar. Do you think they're sisters? Maybe cousins. I don't know. <laughs> right. Anyway, welcome to The Ugly Truth. I'm Jamie with my sister, Paula. God, we're a little loosey-goosey today. I'm like kind of rummy. Okay, so it's summer, and last as last week as we were talking, summer has made us a little nuts. So before the show, we were talking about Leo DiCaprio, and we were talking about our favorite comedian, Sebastian Mani- Maniscalco, and how he's just popped up like on the scene, even though he isn't new. He's All of a sudden, he's new to every a lot of people. He's new to us. You know, maybe he was really big on like the East Coast, maybe? Uh, no, I don't know. Like I said, I had seen his, the thing that made him, everybody knew who he was, was his scene about, you know, getting company and how your mom has an Antamans and all that stuff. Go ahead. Take yourself a slice. Yes. And That's so that like happened. Yeah, I know. That happened years ago. And I remember when that happened. And he's also physically, he's changed a lot. He's like way in, sh- I actually think he's yeah. like way more handsome now. He's a super silver fox. He's a, he's the ultimate example of money improving one's life. Anyway, okay, so it's summer and we were talking about how the Hollywood movie just came out with What's Leo it DiCaprio. Called? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. And how you were afraid to see it because you were you didn't want to see the Sharon Tate murders. Well, here's the problem is is every time I I watch a Quentin Tarantino movie, yes. like fundamentally, okay, with the exception of The Hateful Eight, that I will I never ever find a good reason to like that movie really there is no plot to that none i liked it they blow everyone's head off for no reason (laughs) at any given moment okay first of all they're all really bad people so it's like you want them all to be dead anyway not one of them is redeeming none of them are redeeming so with the exception of that movie the rest of them i can understand the reasoning of the movie I just mm-hmm. can't get past the horrific violence goriness. <laughs> like yeah. we talked, we were talking about Django and Chained. Django, uh, yeah. Or for some reason, that final gun battle scene, he just has like a like a certain fetish about people getting shot in the knees, Ugh. or like or like brisking the tops of their knees. Like yes. there's something particularly disgusting about that to me, <laughs> and it happened yeah. constantly. And I'm just like, yeah. please quit shooting people's and grazing the tops of their knees where knees. blood squirts out. You know, yes. it's just really <laughs> disgusting to me. <laughs> and it funny. constantly kept happening. And I'm like, I get yeah. he freed the girl, and but I'm like, how many people had to die here? <laughs> 
people had to die to free the woman. Well, first of all, I've seen, I think I've seen almost every Tarantino movie ever made. And I agree with you that I definitely watch with my knees up to my chest. My asshole is so puckered when yeah. I watch this movie. Like, I, I couldn't even pass a fart if I wanted to. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it just wouldn't happen. It's practically <laughs> sewed shut. I'd be like, I'm going to watch a Tarantino movie. Put a lump of coal up my ass. We'll have diamonds for days. Exactly. My engagement ring will be ready in no time. It'll be ready in 2.3 hours. <laughs> Funny. It'll also be 2.3 carrots. Carrots. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> he, his violence is, is over the top. Uh, so I am looking forward. I would like to see it. I would like to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Brad Pitt's the only blonde man that I find tr- r- attractive. Like he he's is. so good looking to yeah, me. He looks like Robert really Redford. Cute. And I he think that's so why handsome. I just wish he wasn't so fucking weird, but he's the only one. Although Robert Redford, he's well, he's old enough to be my grandfather. So that's different. But he was pretty fucking oh, good looking in Butch Man, Cassidy. In fact, if they Paula is so cute. <laughs> Robert Redford's face has not held up well. He doesn't believe in plastic surgery. Well, so. Does he believe in moisturizer, for God's sakes? He's been living in, like, Utah and stuff where the air is very dry. And I'm with you, though. It's like, can you get, can someone get him some Clinique, please? Just a little? I always hoped, that it's too late now because everybody's in their 50s, but I always wanted there to be a reboot of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Ooh, with George, that'd be good. With George Clooney and Brad Pitt. I always Not thought. George Clooney. God, that guy's an asshat. He's, he would be the Paul Newman, and then Brad Pitt would be the the Robert Redford. I always thought it would be the really Paul good. Paul Newman? George? No. Why? George Clooney's not good looking. You're the only woman in the world who believes that. I Literally just, the only woman in the world who doesn't think George Clooney is attractive. I don't. I really well, don't. <laughs> okay. That's who fine. would I pick for a Paul Newman? I don't know. Kinda Please. squirrely like him. Paul hmm, Newman's not squirrely. He's God, no, 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 ruggedly no, I mean, handsome. No, he's handsome, but he's kind of got those little eyes, you know? They're bright blue. They're okay, gorgeous, but they're small. That's what I'm saying. Please tell us who would play Paul Newman. I I mean. I'm just thinking. It would be Brad Pitt, I'm, but I'm he's thinking. too old now. It could okay. be like maybe a, no, that wouldn't work here. Maybe a Ryan Gosling. Oh, A Leonardo God. DiCaprio. That would work. No, no, no. There can't. They can't both be blonde and good looking. There has to be one that has. Paul Newman was blonde. No, he was great. By then, he was like he had curly hair, and it was it was salt and pepper. By then, he he did not. He had like a like a freaking Jufro. It's not. <laughs> Wait, what did you just say? He had a Jufro. Jamie, you can't say that. Yes, you can. No, it's you a thing. Can't. It's fine. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I mean, I, well, I think we George Clooney brothers, and he's like all the way from my chest hair down to my ball fro. There you go. <laughs> but someone, we'll we'll re, we'll go back to this anyway. We'll revisit this. We'll recast, and I already recasted. Just because you don't agree with it doesn't mean that I haven't made my decision. What's his name? George Clooney <laughs> does not look like Paul Newman. He doesn't all. have to look like Paul Newman. It's about his acting ability. I can't believe you're into these like reenactments or whatever these people are reboots. I'm not. I'm just saying. I can't if they believe ever you want to reboot Butch Cassidy and the Sundance okay. Kid. First God of all, damn you! Listen to my fucking words. I said <laughs> if they ever did, and this has been discussed by the way, 
for years that if they ever did it, who would it be? It would be Brad Pitt for sure would replace Robert Redford. But who for me, it would be Clooney because they have a really good relationship in real life. Mm -hmm. But George Clooney, his acting would be perfect for the Paul Newman part because Paul Newman in that movie, as you know, is the mastermind of their ridiculous plans Mm -hmm. and he would play the smart one oh you know who it would actually really be Hmm. jennifer aniston and courtney cox (laughs) shut up (laughs) shut up although you know i'm right well they already did thelma and louise we don't need a reboot did they really no i'm just saying that we they they could do the thelma and louise although you know brad pitt's in that too actually all right Let's get back on track. Well, this is this is who we are, though. For God's sake, ten minutes arguing about who's going to recast something that's <laughs> never going to happen. I'm looking forward you to know seeing what? Once Upon a watch. Time in Hollywood. You just watch. Oh my God, like Paula. a month from now, they're going to be like, we're recasting there's to, it. There's going to be a reboot of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kids, supposedly starring. Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> oh, I know who it could be. Who? It could be Brad Pitt and Brad Cooper, Bradley Cooper. <gasps> I could do like that. Some major Spankavision. Oh my god, I would buy that DVD. Who would play the lady though? Probably fucking like Megan Fox or something stupid. She would be good in it, but it has but to she be someone can't act. Although well, that girl didn't thing. really say anything, did she? Yeah, she did. She because she was well. First of all, she was in love with Robert Redford, and she was a teacher, and so she would have to be kind of smart, no nonsense, but still okay. very sexy. Um, hmm. You know, they always put fucking Julia Roberts in that part, and I don't Heck want that. No. She's like old as a horse. She can't, <laughs> can't be yes. her. They're going to no. put like the girl that played Hermione Granger or something in there. <gasps> Jennifer. Not Lawrence. Don't Jennifer say Lawrence. Lawrence. Why? Because I hate her. Well, first of all, she could be their daughter, so that would not work. No. If you're going to do an, if we're going to go older, but if we're going to go premium youth, Brad Pitt and Bradley Cooper, this person's got to have a plain look that that girl was really plain. You're right. She did not. She did not smolder. So Megan Fox is out. Jennifer Lawrence is out. Oh, God. They put Anne Hathaway in that role. Oh, God. You know what? They neither, would. Neither of them would agree to do it. <laughs> They'd be like, fuck no. Really? No. She'd be perfect for it, though. No, she wouldn't. Yeah, she would. She'd be perfect. She's kind of hu- she's kind of fugly, but she's tall and she's got a curve. She's well, I don't know. She's stick now. She goes through no, phases. She's, she just had another baby. No, she's pregnant. She hasn't had the baby yet. But ah, shit. I don't know. Like, why are we focused on this? It's so weird. Is this what it feels like to work in Hollywood? <laughs> just start pulling no. out names and say, it "Let's reboot." Be. Well, they must have like you know like playing cards of actors and. Just lay them out. They just like match gonna, them up. Like they're going to do a reading. You know? Like, okay. Ksh, ksh, ksh. Here we go. Okay. Here we go, everyone. Let's read the leaves. Let's okay. read the tea leaves. What do we got? What do we got? Fuck, marry, kill. Yeah, really. <laughs> We'd be perfect in Hollywood. They would love us. God. Anyway, so it's summer, and as you can tell, <laughs> we've lost yeah. our minds. We're delirious from the heat. We're delirious from the heat, which we survived. Yeah, survived it's like cold it. today. It's weird. Um, it was so hot over this weekend that Daryl and How I... How hot was it? Yeah, it was so hot. <laughs> God. What the hell? So we stayed inside the whole time. Ooh la la. No. And um, we watched the entire season three of Stranger Things. <sighs> I no 
know you don't like it. I'm just saying we watched it and we loved it. You know, every so. time Brian's watching that show, I look up and I'm like, what the fuck, man? I'm like, what is this show? Well, we enjoyed it. And so Weird. we finally we finally finished the season. I, of course, cried because there's been a lot of change. But then they after the credits, they indicate through, you know, some mysterious scenes there's going to be a season four. And I was curious because I'm like, man, they ended this season like it could be it. Like, that's it. It's over. And then it was renewed. And so I don't know if they added it later or what. But now there was an extended after the credit scene, kind of like in a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit, there's going to be a fourth season. That's great. And this is how they tie it in because we weren't sure because we obviously had already known that there was going to be another season. But based on the way the show ended, we thought, well, what are they going to do? Like start fresh or what are they going right. to do? But obviously they've created an, a, a way to have a fourth season. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Well, I'm sure Ryan will be thrilled to know that. I don't know actually how far along he is in the series. Those episodes are really long. They're so an hour long. Yeah. They they're about a long, long time to get through. Yeah. Well, they're a little mini. They're movies basically. Yeah. I just, it's one of the best things that's come out in a really long time as far as Every time I goes. look up, there's like a dead pumpkin or some Russian guy shooting at someone or yeah. some weird thing sucking people's faces or... Oh, he's watching season three already? That's great. I don't know where he is, but... That's season you know, three. Yeah, that's season like three. That's awesome. girl trying to kill her parents and I'm just like, what the hell? Oh, yeah. So. You know, season three is dark. I mean, we... I. You know, I love it. And, you know, I can always tell when it's good because Tyler will sneak in because he's a he's a big horror fan film person. Mm-hmm. And he comes sneaking and he's like, what's this? And we're like, it's Stranger Things. He's like, oh, damn. All right. You know, so I know it must be good if Tyler gets the stamp of approval. That's what we're doing. OK, so your kids, even if they were doing any activities, all of that's winding down. Camps and sports and all that is is, is over for most yes. kids in summer. So now now comes the time period where everyone's children is driving them nuts because they're at home because well in california at least where we live school starts in august yeah their school starts in about two and a half weeks like two weeks or so yes two weeks so are they actually driving you crazy yet well i mean they were like i had said before victor had been gone for like two and a half weeks so it had just been us and Mm -hmm. you know after a while i'm just you know it's mind numbing you know it just It's like a monkey. It's like a it's like an animal banging on your head with a hammer. You're like, go ahead. Anyway, Olivia is absolutely obsessed with her tablet. She loves to watch just random videos. And so she showed me this video last night um, where it was these two sisters. There was a little sister and an older sister. Mm -hmm. And they were always getting on each other's nerves. And the little sister, for some reason, she always got away with things. And the mom always blamed the older sister. My life. little so if the little sister like spilt something and then the older sister was like helping clean up mm-hmm. the mom would walk in and she'd be like why did you spill this thing and then this older sister's like i didn't i was helping cleaning up she's like yeah right you know yeah. and so i'm My like life. okay mm-hmm. and so i was laughing so at the end the little sister's walking away holding hands with the mom and she turns around and she sticks her tongue out at the older sister and i just started laughing and olivia's like what's so funny i'm like okay I'm like, for real, Olivia, I'm all this video is cute. Oh, no. The way the video ended is the older sister came home. She had a tub of ice cream and she showed her sister and she's kind of like truce. And they're like, OK. And they sat down and showed the ice cream and watched TV. No. And I started laughing. That's and so Olivia's like, Olivia's like, what's so funny? I'm like, OK, I'm all I'm going to break 
it down for you right now. <laughs> I'm like, for starters, if I ever walked her with away hand in hand with my mom and I turned around and stuck my tongue out, my sisters would puff up and be like, what, what? And then they oh, yeah. drag their finger across my neck like you, when I get you next, you're dead. dead. <laughs> and then I said, and if they ever brought in a tub of ice cream, it wouldn't be to share. It's probably because they want to shove my face in it or something like that. Well, if you're, I mean, if a little sister is diabolical enough to ensure that her big sister gets blamed for everything, which by the way, was my fucking life for 10 years. <laughs> Trust, if I have ice cream, you're getting none of it. None of it. And I will eat it in front of you until I want to throw up because I and won't then, let you have one bite. I'd rather die than share <laughs> one spoonful of anything that I have with a sister like that. And then I told her, I said, but to be perfectly honest, I said, Olivia, there would have never been an ounce of ice cream in my house. <laughs> she's just like, why? She's like, well, what about like an ice cream bar? I'm like, that's funny. Oh, that's, that's even your, funnier. You're How about if you think if you think there'd ever be an ice cream bar in my house, I'm all the closest thing to ice cream in my house would be some sort of like raspberry puree oh, God, I was just frozen that, I was that just you bought at Trader Joe's. A frozen fruit bar, <laughs> organic. <laughs> She's like, you guys didn't have sweets. I'm like, we no. try and make our own ice cream. I'm like, we put ice. <laughs> God. God. Do you want to know the lengths in which we would go to obtain sugar? Because we <laughs> never had any. Would be, I mean, like, I have dried fruit here. Have a banana chip. It's like, okay, God. <laughs> Great sugar. <laughs> I would eat spoonfuls of hot chocolate powder. Mm-hmm. out of the top and it was hidden because mom would know that we would eat it i would open it up and i would take a huge spoonful of powdered chocolate and eat it and i had to learn the skill on how to moisten the top layer so that i didn't basically blow chocolate right. powder out my nose do the cinnamon challenge oh my god i it i thought carob chocolate was chocolate for years i had no idea there was actual milk chocolate we would actually go as far as to eat like the unsweetened dark chocolate just because it was real chocolate. Anything. I, I told Olivia, I'm like, we try and make our own ice cream. We yeah. put ice in a blender with milk and yep. add like tang or chocolate powder Anything or whatever we could and to think make that, you know, we'd blend it and we'd be like, oh my God, this is so good. Oh God. Because <laughs> we were so deprived of we sugar. We were so deprived of sugar. I mean, honestly, she did us a favor because sugar is the devil. <laughs> I remember one time, Paula, I got in so much trouble. <laughs> it was grade school and there was a kid. There's always the one kid. He probably ended up selling drugs when he got older. He would go to Circle K and he would buy $5 worth of now and laters. And then he oh would sell individual now and laters 25 cents each. He made so much fucking money. 25 cents for just a piece. Those things will rip a cavity out of your tooth. Right. Well, they were better back then, but he God, would sell those things are like hard as a rock. He would sell now and laters. And then he would also sell tangy taffy, the minis. Tangy yeah. taffy was literally my favorite candy of all time when I was a kid. <laughs> and he would even have like high end product, like the Dippin' Dots or like the, the dip, uh, where you would dip it in sugar. Oh, the fun and dip. Yeah. Fun dip. He had fun dips. He would have like four of those. And so he had like wow. a, he had a treasure trove of candy that he would sell. Where did he keep this? Like in his jacket or something or what? Backpack. So he would show up and he would sell it at recess. And I had like a dollar for, you know, I think lunches back then were like 50 cents. Shockingly lunch. You could buy lunch. So I remember I skipped lunch once and I gave him a quarter to get a tangy taffy or something. And it was like the best candy I'd ever eaten in my life because it was like third grade. 
And so I did not eat lunch. And of course, our mother, not unlike you, interrogated (laughs) until we broke. And so I came home with a quarter and she's just like, did you not eat lunch today? What happened? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I just wasn't hungry. She's like, you weren't hungry. Like, what does that even mean? I don't even understand the words coming out of your mouth. Why do you only have one quarter then? Where's the rest? And so I had to tell her. I lost it. (laughs) Oh, no. No, God, no. I lost my lunch money all the time. All the time. I think someone was stealing it personally, but I'm not that irresponsible. But I I didn't have it. And so I said, well, I bought bought, bought candy at recess. (laughs) What? Oh, my God. It was. (sighs) I think I would laugh. Honestly, she probably did in her private time, but I mean, she was just hellaciously angry. But I was always mad. God, (laughs) all mothers were mad in the seventies, Paula. There was no joyous women back then. There was no Prozac, no therapy, and no alcohol. Understand why they didn't have to wear bras anymore? They got to use birth control. (laughs) I mean, seriously, isn't that what they wanted? No, they they so pissed off. Because they, they hadn't had the right to divorce yet. <laughs> Those warriors, man, they were mad as hell. Thanks a lot, ladies. No, they have no, you know what? They earned the right to be furious. They were married to a bunch of assholes. And then when they finally got divorced, they, they were they were free. And that's why our, our childhood, from the time our mother was single and making money until she got married, were wonderful, to, yeah, just wonderful years. It was a glorious eight it was years. A, it was the golden age. <laughs> Although we never had sugar. Still. Right. It was a golden age without sugar. Yes. And that's why we put so much on our Cheerios or oh grape nuts. And that, that's what I was telling Olivia. I'm like, Olivia, I'm like, you don't understand. I'm like, we had grape nuts. We had Cheerios, chicken breasts and some kind of sauce, rice, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, yes. A lot of roast beef, turkey sandwiches. Eggs, eggs yes. out the wazoo toast. A lot of uh, you know. chips and salsa. She bought me a, a thing of fruit roll ups one time. I ate the whole package and got <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> and she never bought them for me again. Ever. <laughs> so I screwed that pooch. You know, good basically. job, Paula. Ruining it for the rest of us. I know. Well, it's just because I was so deprived of some, you know, sort of recognizable snack mom was she was way ahead of her time when it came to the keto diet we never ate sugar and grains it was all protein and vegetables god forbid what a terrible woman well when i told ryan that i weighed 37 pounds in third grade he's like what you did okay first of all you had a twisted intestines don't don't blame that on your diet Okay. Because Olivia's like, there's no way, there's nobody at school skinnier than me. I'm like, oh, please. <laughs> you did you not haven't see seen me, me. <laughs> when I was in elementary school. When I'm, pa- like, you ever, I'm like, Olivia, have you ever heard of an Ethiopian? <laughs> She's just like, no. Good. Back in the I'm day, like, that's who we were, that's who we felt bad for. I'm like, have you heard the song Feed the World? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. So. It's Christmas time. <laughs> By the way, the UK version was way better. Of course it was, God. It's true. You know why? Because the American artists, they don't really care. Just tell me to write a check. Don't make me sing a song. I remember just the camera passing and watching uh, Kenny Rogers. And I'm just like, well, what is this? You know, (laughs) just like, seriously. I think was that was that pre plastic surgery for him or had he started piling on? Oh, no, it was definitely pre plastic surgery. So he looked like a normal old man back then. 
And then, of course, Michael Jackson got his own, like, you know, oh, shot. God. Because I think he recorded from somewhere else. I don't even think he was in the room. We are the world. Oh. I remember, I just remember Diana Ross, and she was just so celebratory back then. She's like, the Xanax is kicked in. We are the children. It's did, like. Did she have, like, massive hair? Or was that oh, Sheena Easton? huge I can't hair. remember. No, she was gloriously diva. <laughs> glorious i always thought diana ross was she was such a fucking diva and i just loved it i'm like i want to be like that i want to be well you heard about faye dunaway slapping somebody (laughs) did you hear about that faye dunaway yeah remember faye dunaway mommy dearest yeah okay now i have heard throughout the years she's okay first of all she's way before our pop culture time but she was in mommy dearest and that is a movie we've all seen a million times the thing with Faye Dunaway is she is considered, she's a diva, always has been, but she's also, there's been stories how she treats everyone around her like shit because yeah. she thinks she's just, the, she just thinks she's allowed to. Okay. And so she was doing this play in, in Chicago, I believe. It's a one woman show. So she's the star. There is nobody okay. else. And apparently the day before opening night, she had been difficult throughout but she just went double hard on this and she slapped an assistant, somebody working on the play and started throwing shit. And they had had so much of this that they were so done. They fired her. Really? Shows on hold. We're recasting. Get out. And it's like, here's the thing. It's, it's inappropriate. It's unprofessional. But that is diva level shit right there. That is diva level shit to See, be so out of it, so out of control with your demands that you get fired from a one woman show. See, here's the problem. Like when I hear things like that, mm-hmm. you know, slapping an assistant, I always yes. automatically put myself in the assistant's shoes. Oh, I would have bit- bitch slapped her back. I would have beat the shit yeah. out of her because I just go into it suddenly like I don't give a fuck who, who you, you are, are or where we are yes. or what's about to happen. Agreed. If you just if you laid hands on me, I'm going to kill <laughs> you. Especially I don't care face. if you're old as fuck. Welcome to early retirement, bitch. Right. And she's in her late <laughs> mid to late 70s, I believe. Yeah. I hope you're current on your calcium. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> How's that osteoporosis feeling? Yeah. Did you break a hip? Oh, well. Hope you're current on your Beneva, bitch. Honestly, if someone hit me in the face, the blind rage would take over. I mean, there'd be no... I don't even think I would feel it, to be perfectly honest, because I would just be so reactive that I would just be like, like, kill! If I saw... Don't you think you'd see it coming? Because I have blocked more than one slap in my life. I can see it coming personally, but if I didn't, if like, if I was turned around or something and I turned around and got smacked in the face, uh, there'd be nothing to stop me. Literally nothing stopping me. You know, I just, I have this really, really crazy look in my eye. Oh yes. That when someone's like, you know, think they want to have words with me and I just kind of look at them like, it's almost like a dare. I'm like, (sighs) please please do it. Just, just nudge, slap, push, just, just touch me i have begged people to make a move i have begged them i'm like please come at me because i have so much anger in me right now that i just want to unleash on you so badly i just stand there and smile and lick my teeth i'm like (laughs) bring it i have been there paula i'm with you i think we share the temper for sure I want it like a guy wants a blowjob. I was (laughs) listening 
to Bill Burr, who's a comedian that I enjoy very much. And I know you probably don't know who he is. That's fine. No, I know who he is. Okay. So his wife, Nia, I love her. And she, they're staying in New York right now because he's filming something. I believe he's in the uh, Judd Apatow film that's coming out about um, that comedian that was dating Ariana Grande. I can't think of his name right now. Oh, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. They're doing a Pete Davidson bio and uh, he's in it. They're living in New York while while he's filming this. And they were walking through Times Square and it was really super crowded. He and his wife and a bunch of them. There was like a group of them. They had gone to see a play or something. And they were walking back towards their apartment. And I've been to Times Square recently. It is always perpetually crowded. It's very uncomfortable if you don't like crowds. I don't like crowds. It's awful. And so you're walking through. Well, anyway, this crazy bitch came up and grabbed or tried to smack her in the face and she didn't know this woman this woman didn't know who she was she was just some crazy bitch who reached out and tried to slap her in the face bill burr's wife bill burr's wife is a strong beautiful black woman and she turns she goes and she she just grab her by the arm and start wailing well here's the thing i relate to her so much she has tried and has successfully for the most part changed she used to be like us violence was number one and she would reach out (laughs) physically and deal with it but she's a wife and a mother now and she's and her husband's a celebrity so well she's she's been in the celeb world most of her adult life i mean she is an actress i've seen her in some things she does voiceover work and stuff like that but it's not even that she's trying to be a better person and i i I feel that so she turned around and she's like, who the fuck did that? And she's like, <laughs> immediately reverts to what you and I would consider well, appropriate. Well, put your hands on you. I mean, oh my God. I'll bet she goes, off. She goes, I looked at her up and down. And I said, okay, she's 97 pounds soaking wet. She's crazy. She goes, she's not a big woman. She's just a tall, strong woman. She works out. You know, so she turns around. She goes, are you fucking kidding me? She goes, I'm literally going to make you a fucking stain. Her husband, Bill Burr, goes, I saw the look in your eye, Nia. And I was like, oh, shit. What are we going to do about this? Because this woman was going to die. Mm -hmm. She had to have two men hold her back. because, Mm -hmm. And this woman kept coming up. And she's like, "I." he goes, I realized she was crazy. She maybe she was on meth or something. Yeah, that's what she said. She goes, she was clearly not. She was clearly altered. But all I wanted to do, and it, I literally, I'm physically feeling this, Paula. All I, I'm envisioning grabbing this little bitch by the neck and just throwing her down like a rag doll. I wanted on her behalf wanted to kill this person see i'm evil i just pick her up and toss her in the street i can just feel it and then she goes uh, she goes but then i had to remember who i am and that i am not this person anymore and i had so much rage that i had to remember that i am a strong woman and that this is not who i am anymore and i'm like damn you're evolved because that is not who i am she's a far far bigger person than i will oh my god i was like props to you because all i can think of is cutting a bitch immediately petty shit will get me every time me too that'll be my downfall No doubt. That'll be my downfall. Um, Okay, so what's the sitch on trying to find out whose teacher is what? Are you trying to do covert ops? What are you doing? 
No. So here's the funny thing. So I don't know when the class list comes out. I think it's probably going to come out the week of school because school starts on a Thursday. Mm -hmm. But I got a text from uh, one of the moms, uh, Olivia's little friend. Her mom texted me and she says, hey, you can see the teacher that Olivia signed to. How? If you go to. So she gave me like this tricky like back way um she's like you go to like the the blog page you have olivia sign into this and then click on this and then click on this and then once you're in there it'll say like the name by the book blah 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 and so i'm like okay so i went in there and i'm like okay mine says blah 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 and she's like oh crap sophia got blah 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 i'm like oh then i texted Olivia's other little friend's mom and I'm just like so I'm all click on this go through this blah blah blah, blah. she did and she's like okay she's like so and so or uh, we got blah 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 and I'm like ah crap I'm like we got this and uh so and so got this I'm like so none of them are in the same class they split them up they do that yeah one of the moms said well you know this may not be for sure it could just be temporary because I guess they have like a big meeting they do you know where mm-hmm. they all sit down they look at everybody's names grades you know uh, so- social levels and you know decide who should go where right so she said they may have just shuffled them in like under names right now just to get them in this system and just like hollywood they all have playing card they all have uh, <laughs> right they all have baseball yeah. cards and they, they all just, have files they're yeah. like i have two terrible people and you have right. one angel i'll trade you one for one i don't want to deal with Mel- melinda's mom here i've dealt with her for two years she's terrible you take her this time seriously it's probably like the nba draft or something yes like that. So. yes so, I mean, we're hopeful that it's not for sure, but I just thought it was funny that we were all texting each other that night trying to, like, you know, figure out this back way. And then she's like, well, I got a text from so-and-so, and they said they got this. And then, of course, then it went on, like, well, I heard so-and-so does the combo class with the third and fourth graders. She's like, oh, really? Well, I God. heard so-and-so does the combo class with the fifth and sixth graders, and or the fourth and fifth graders. And You are all in on the PTA mom <laughs> know, world. Right? You are sold. Right? Yeah. <laughs> This so. is about this is about the time when you really start taking in you you start becoming friends with the moms like third and fourth yeah. grade is kind of when you're all like okay we've been through it all we've seen it all now it's time to bond and then you yeah. know next thing you know and you whether you like it or not you go to every single school event so yeah, no, they true. know you and they know that you're a joiner and so you'll show up and so don't be surprised if they ask you to take tickets at the fair Oh, God. It's going to happen. They'll be like, hey, Polly, you know, I was just wondering, since you know you come anyway, wouldn't it be great if you would just kind of take tickets for the Orange Julius stand? We would you know, so would appreciate be, but I'm, it. I'm probably not going to be there that night. Yeah, right. <laughs> Why? Well, because you just asked me to take tickets. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Like the last little festival, I sat at a picnic table by myself. And then one of Olivia's little friends, her parents came and sat next to me. And then before I knew it, like their friends came yep. and sat next to them. And so then there was like a whole picnic table of people and, and there I'm just you like, are socializing I'm like, who are these people yeah now you're I'm socializing like, oh my God. i'm like i came here alone and what now now suddenly <laughs> you're you're part of it yeah well which was weird is because one of them was my hairstylist i'm just like oh i didn't know your kids came here and so i was just like oh god now I'm suddenly all, it's all coming full circle it is and then so. suddenly you're going to be invited to someone's house for chablis and and trader joe's appetizer <laughs> we were invited to someone's house for fourth of july and yep. then you know olivia went to a friend's house on saturday and before we knew it they asked if she could spend the night and i'm there just like is, is this how it happens yes is this life yes like is is this what suburban people do yes and so pretty soon you're 
you're going to find out whose husband is sleeping with whose secretary. Oh, and it's God, all I don't, I, crazy. I don't want to know it. I don't want to know it. <laughs> la, 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 la. Yeah. Nope. Not interested. <laughs> so I, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that person. Yeah. So anyway, well, Malia's, uh, you know, our baby is starting college this year. Ooh, that's got to be kind of scary. <sighs> you know, I don't really know what's going on with her. I, you know, Uh-oh. she, she thought she was really ready to get into the adult world, but I, what I've come to notice, and I don't apply this to you because our childhood was a bit different, is that the baby tends to be a little, a bit of a late bloomer. Mm-hmm. And so she's very concerned about anything new. For example, we've been encouraging her to get a job because she has not needed to work yet. But mm-hmm. I told her, you need to get a job. And I, you know, Daryl is kind of like the moms who call and want their friend in their class. Me, I'm just like, push the baby bird out. I know you can fly because I raised you right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm being, of course, again, the, the bad parent, the mean parent, you know, and I'm like, Malia, and I'm like, what's up? Why aren't we applying for jobs yet? I'm getting kind of irritated with you and I'm going to cut you off. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm trying. And she gets like scared. Mm-hmm. I'm like, look, it's time. You've got school coming and you need to be working before school starts. Period. Well, I mean, can she start school first and just see how that goes? Like get used to that and then get the job? I'm just curious. She knows how to do school, but I understand what you're saying. And I did think about that. Because I'm just saying college is new. She might have anxiety about the college. And so maybe if she just starts and gets like a rhythm and then she can get the job and incorporate that. Got it. Then maybe she'll feel a little bit more comfortable. We've had that discussion amongst Daryl and I. We've had that discussion. And Mm -hmm. I'm amendable to that. But I want to see some effort. I'm not saying she has to be hired but I want to see her making some effort to apply. It is very unnerving to apply for jobs, especially when you've never had any experience. But mm-hmm. I don't want her to be one of those girls that we see in the movies where they graduate from college at 21 and have never worked a day in their life. Well, have you like sat down with her and talked about what kind of jobs she wants? Yes. Oh, yeah. We've done all the made work. Made a list. Yes. Yeah, okay. We've done all the work. Um, she has her resume put together, all of Good. that. So it's not like we're just like, Good luck. You know, we have helped her and coached her along but it was one thing that we realized is that the rest of our kids they were on swim team and they automatically and we knew the director there at the rec the rec center and so he basically hired them because he loved us and Mm -hmm. so their first job was a lay down like they just got Mm -hmm. hired they didn't they went through the interview process they went through all of the proper channels but they knew who their boss was going to be and they knew what the job was because they've been living it for 10 years so Mm -hmm. it wasn't hard for them well malia doesn't have that like she's literally going out there on her own and so i've had way more patience because it's not like i know who the boss is this is a whole new thing so we'll see i'm i'm really patient but I'm also not letting up and that's the difference but she is slowly starting to come, become into adulthood it's just slower and she is really reliant upon her brother and sister which I think mm-hmm. is adorable I love it because Aww. it was it's so great how they're kind of guiding her along although you know her sister took her to get a tattoo yesterday <laughs> wait what <laughs> yeah wait what she did she got a tattoo yesterday what what Mackenzie took her yeah we knew about it it's not like it was a surprise what is it it's a little cheer bow on the back of her neck a what now a little cheer bow like a little cheerleader bow you know the bows they put in their hair barely an inch long it's so little but she had it done 
Okay. Yeah. And, and I said, well, how'd it go? And so Mackenzie sent me a bunch of Snapchats and showed me what was up. And I was like, how's she doing? She goes, totally unbothered. Totally unbothered. It had well, no that problem. doesn't surprise me. I mean, Malia is pretty stoic. So yep, she was on her phone the whole time. She's no going to probably be one of those women that, you know, assuming she gives birth to children. <laughs> I don't know how she feels about kids. She's lightened up a bit. She's willing to consider children. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Ryan has proclaimed that he's not having children. We all go so. through it. We all say we're not having kids. I never said that. Oh, I ever. did. I, I totally no. did. So, did yeah. Ever since I was a small child, I, I declared <laughs> when I turn 18, I'm getting married and then I'm having babies. Aww, Lots of them. That's so cute. That's all I ever wanted. Well, I think that's, that's all I ever wanted out of life. Well, you have you have two. I know you wanted more, but that's that's not how my life turned out at all. But you had. <laughs> You had children, though, and that's amazing. You got to have yeah. your children. I, true. Yes. That is true. You just wanted but, more. <laughs> well, I wanted more, and I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, yes. but I became a career person, yes. and then when I was a stay-at-home mom, I didn't know how to do it. Right. So, right. Because I had been a career person for so long. It so. is a very weird thing to have to Things, transition. Yeah. They didn't really go the way I had planned. No. But, you know, I agree. Hey, please. Life, life rarely does. Here's what's weird is I didn't want to be a stay-at-home mom. Ever. I wanted a career and I was doing very well at building one for myself. Mm-hmm. And then um, I continued to get pregnant. And next thing I know, I'm a stay at home mom. And it was a transition that I was not excited about for years. I resented it. I didn't resent mm-hmm. the kids. I just resented the fact that I felt like I gave up everything to do this, but it was worth it. For sure. The problem is now I'm, I'm a fucking relic. And now that I'm done raising them, everybody's like, you're too old. Like, you can't do this. You're going to have to do something else. Pick up a trade. Do a school thing. You've been talking about it for forever. Well, yes, but it doesn't end. No one tells you that when they're done with being in school that it doesn't end. I see and talk to them way more now than I did when they were in high school way well, more true. well i mean look at me in these stupid real estate classes i mean i can barely get through like i'm still at 10 percent, and i'm like i've been working on this for three days okay first of all that's amazing because you were at two percent a week ago okay i, told I think you. i'm at 10 percent of the course i'm working on yeah which is a 45 hour course I know. after that i still have two more 45 hour courses you're fine you're doing it you're doing it and you're doing it with two very needy kids so i feel I mean, like it's gonna take me like i only have until november to finish <laughs> this you'll get I, it I, you'll i've got to get going you'll get it and the stuff i'm learning is hard Paula. they're talking about like freaking you know like estates and you know if if you leave land to somebody else and then they die and they live it to a school and then what's it called and you know <laughs> if you buy land you own the land but you may not own the water under the land or the air above the land and you know and i'm like what the hell i'm like what is all this shit you know you'll get through I'm it like, i don't want to i'm like i don't want to sell any of that i don't want to i'm s- not gonna do it I just sell i'm just houses. gonna sell houses <laughs> i'm not gonna sell water or land or air or anything <laughs> i know it's we true. don't live in that kind of area. Yeah, but you might one day. No. No, I won't. Oh, you will not. Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and do our Hugly and Awkward Moments of the Week. First day of school edition. Okay, so I have two. 
Here's the first one. Um, I can only think that this was uh, back in the day. I don't think this is recent because this would, would never happen now. People don't leave their children to their own devices at a hair place. So it says, uh, before my first Not anymore. No. Before my first day at a new school, my mom took me for a haircut. While she was in the other room with my brother, the stylist asked me what hairstyle I wanted. I pointed to a woman in the next chair who had very short hair, like a man, ha- man haircut, and told him I wanted it like that. Wait, was this a boy or a girl? A girl. Oh, my God. Wait, hold on. Was she supposed to be getting her Hold on. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. He cut off nine inches. While my mom was gone, she came back and had a fit. Short hair was not the fashion for girls at that time, so I really looked out of place. I only asked for it because I hated getting my hair brushed by my mother because it hurt, so I thought the short hair would be an improvement. Most of my friends were boys anyway, so my first day of school, she dressed me in a dress, which I hated, and put me on the bus. I was introduced to the class, and someone said, hey, who's the new boy? <laughs> it only got worse from there. <laughs> I'm guessing she has haircut a hair as long as Cher right now. I don't think she has short hair ever again. She must have gotten like a pixie cut or something. Oh yeah, probably. What's funny? I about- can't believe why did the stylist do that without even talking to the mother? Well, because she was probably old enough to speak for herself, and she probably, you know, you know what? I don't know because a hairstyle, a good hairstyle in this day and age would never. They'd be like, that, let's I ask mean, your mom first. But I would think before you cut up nine inches of hair, you would yes. definitely want to talk to the mother. In my mind. If I came out and saw that, I would grab those scissors. And I'd just start slicing that person's hair off. First of How all, first of all, our father mm. did that to our sister. You know what? Our mother and our father insisted that we look like Dorothy Hamill or <laughs> some other short hair why did Why did they think we looked good with short hair it wasn't about first of all why did we always have to look like mini adults walking around (laughs) because that's how they were raised back in the 50s that's what they look like we children look like bait like miniature versions of adults in the 50s we always walked around and looked like you know (laughs) figure skaters or stewardess we were wearing very we had very smart clothes and a very smart haircut (laughs) baby i mean seriously walk around in navy skirts and you know white button-up shirts there's a picture because it wasn't always like that there was a picture when we were hi i work for united airlines we hadn't moved up to sacramento yet we were still in the bay area and it was a much different culture in the bay area and so when we came up here i have a photo of me wearing a white turtleneck with a with a hot pink vest over it (laughs) and i had hot pink plaid and neon green plaid bell bottoms i was (laughs) I was seven <laughs> and I had really long hair with, with, with bangs. Now, did people just look at you like, who the hell is that? That's the, that was the style where, where, where we lived. That was the style. And then well, we come up the Bay to area was a little bit more forward. Very, very Sacramento. progressive, incredibly progressive. So then we move up here where there are literally people riding their horses to the grocery store. Oh my God. In dog patch. <laughs> and I definitely did not fit in. And so suddenly I'm wearing just jeans and, you know, T-shirts. It was very... And even in dog patch, you would think that dad couldn't find someone to cheat on mom with. But yet... He, he found it. He found it. Some... He found He found plenty. He found a, a few white trash hoes who were more than happy. God. Anyway. God. So that's the first story. Here's the second one. <clears throat> this was the first day in eighth grade. 
We were about 150 or so students sitting in the auditorium. The teachers were calling every name to tell you which class you were in. When my name got called, well, when your name gets called, you're supposed to walk down the stairs and in front of the auditorium where the teachers were standing to get where your teacher, whoever your teacher is with. So you stand next to your teacher when your name is called. That's mortifying. So my name is called. I stand up nice and easy and start to walk down the stairs. I got about three or four steps left and I fall. Everybody starts to laugh. Of course. Of course. And I'm so... Well, I would. I'm so sorry. I would laugh. I would laugh. Oh, my God. That girl totally biffed it. She only had three steps to go. She was almost there. You know why I would laugh? Because... I I have done that probably like half a million times yeah. and I've been laughed at. So it would be turnabouts like, fair play. You know what? Exactly. Yeah. I know that person probably laughed at me the half a million times that I did <laughs> yes, it. It's like true. So take it, bitch. Yeah. Enjoy it. So anyway, those are my awkward moments or hugly moments for the first day of school edition. All right. Oh, dang it. I know. Say, Last time I looked, we were at 36 minutes. Yeah. What happened? I don't know. Just say goodbye. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Visit UglyTruth.com. Click on the Amazon button. Do some shopping for back to school, either supplies, clothes, uh, backpacks, whatever else you might need. And then also visit LipAndClip.com for your makeup needs. Please let your junior high, middle school kids, girls, boys, whatever, use makeup. Please. Don't let them be ugly. Like, like U-G-L-Y. Yes. Again, enjoy your week and we'll see you on Sunday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.